So today is the feast of Saint Irenaeus, and uh, when we were in seminary, uh, Saint Irenaeus, amongst many other of our dear church fathers, uh, might not have been our favourites because they were quite complicated. Uh, but Saint Irenaeus has some absolutely beautiful quotations, which, as I say, really show what the church believed even in the early centuries. Uh, so he wrote a five-volume treatise, if you will. Uh, against the heresies of the time, so the heresies of the end of the second century. <clears throat> One of the main ones was Gnosticism. So obviously these are deep kind of philosophical uh, writings that they're not the easiest to get your head around. Uh, but he has some, also some very, very accessible, uh, beautiful phrases, which, as I say, show that the heart of the, of the early church, the heart of the young church. Uh, one of his most famous quotations is the glory of God is man fully alive the glory of God is man fully alive and when you think of that what, what does that what, what does that mean uh, the, the quotation is normally left like that the, the the fuller quotation is the glory of God is man fully alive and the life of man consists in beholding God <clears throat> the life of man consists in beholding God so we have been created for what we've been created to, for God We've been created to, to behold God, to see God, to be with him forever in heaven. So what then does this mean? Like the glory of God is man fully alive. It's very interesting that generally speaking, as we've mentioned a couple of times here before, uh, the tempter, our enemy, will lure us into believing that his way, the way of sin, uh, will actually make us happy, will actually fulfill us, and will actually satisfy our desires. <clears throat> so you have a desire for alcohol, drink, and then the, uh, the desire is satisfied. No, you have a desire for intimacy or whatever it may be. Uh, you satisfy that desire, and then we're all good, right? Uh, you have a desire for wealth, for money, for power, for success, for notoriety, for glory. Satisfy that desire, and then you're happy, right? That, that's just, it's, it's even like, dare I even go down this road at all, but the whole lottery... Um, dream you know oh Jenny if I could just win the lottery if I could just win the lottery right I'd have the house paid for get a new car we get a pool out the back go off on our holidays to Spain give a couple of grand to, to Trocra and we'd be great set up for life and that just, just doesn't happen <laughs> do you know what I mean because generally people who spend a lot of money on the lottery aren't good with money because they spend a lot of money on the lottery so when they get a lot more money they just do the same thing just with larger chunks of money uh, so it doesn't work uh, it, it, it's just this idea that if we just had more money or had all these uh, desires, impulses satisfied, that we'd be happy. That's just not true. Because if we did, everyone, me included, all of us, we would live lives that are entirely selfish. I would live for me. Life exists to satisfy my desires, my appetites, and once those are satisfied, then I'm happy, right? No then you are selfish. And selfish people generally aren't happy. Spoiled little children are never happy. No matter what they get, no matter how many toys they get, and how many, they ask for one toy, they get 17, it's, it's not what I wanted anyway. You know, like, no matter what they get, they're just miserable. So it's just this, it's this temptation that humanity really has bought into, that the satisfaction of my appetites and desires is what makes me happy. That's just not true. <coughs> The glory of God is what? The glory of God is man fully alive. And if I may add to, to, to what St. Irenaeus wrote here, 
Man fully alive is fully alive when he gives himself away. Love gives. It's when, when we learn to, to actually use our lives at the, to put them at the service of the other. That's when you're becoming fully alive. Not when you serve yourself. Every gift you have been given is for others. If you can sing, that's not just so you can go into the shower and sing away to yourself and isn't that wonderful. No, your gift of singing is for others so they can hear beautiful melodies. If you can organize, <coughs> well, yes, it's nice that your socks are ordered according to length and color in your drawer. Uh, your gift of, of organization is also for others. Your gift of whatever it may be, everything. Uh, being attentive to detail and having uh, interior decorative skills and cooking and, and whatever, everything. They're not for you. They're for others. So that way we live our lives not looking inward at how I can satisfy my desires, but looking outward at how I can serve others. How I can serve God primarily and how I can serve others. And this is what makes me happy. This is man fully alive, putting God in the first place and then serving others. And, and this, is, this is where we get our joy. It, our bad experiences, our sins, our falls <clears throat> often make us look more inward. They make us like the original sin of Adam and Eve, you know, they, they, they sin, and then what? They experience shame. They want to hide. They want to cover themselves. They start to begin to they, they, they look inward. Before that, they looked out, out, outwards towards God, towards each other. Everything glorified God, and it was amazing. <clears throat> they sin, and now they start to look, look on themselves. My goodness, I'm naked. And everything changes. Shame. <coughs> so, the glory of God is man fully alive. And man is fully alive... <coughs> when he's full of God when he's full of God when God is in the first place and then everything that man does and has and is is at the service of God and of his neighbour it's, it's that simple sorry but it's, it's that simple it's not what we hear all the time but it is that simple the glory of God is man fully alive St. Irenaeus also wrote the human race is saved by a virgin and I like that quotation because it's controversial. Uh, because it, it, this says something really, really important. So, right, so back in the second century, like the third century, uh, the church had a profound love for Our Lady. That's it. That's I mean, that is a, it's a controversial statement because it's deliberate. It's deliberately phrased that way. Um, the human race is saved by a virgin. He knows that Our Lady didn't save us, obviously, as in Our Lady isn't our savior. But Jesus got his human nature through Our Lady. In that human nature, he's able to die on a cross, and that's how we're saved. So it's kind of the step before Jesus is, is Our Lady. Our Lady's yes, <clears throat> gave Jesus a human nature in which he could die. So you can say that Our Lady, that we're, we're saved through a virgin. She's not our savior, but we're saved through her, if you get it. <clears throat> so, so right back in, in, in the second century, the church had this understanding of the importance of Our Lady. So this, is, this wasn't invented in the, in the Middle Ages or around the, time of the Afro, eh, eh, <coughs> around the time of the Reformation or anything. Devotion to Our Lady dates way, 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 way back. This can, kind of, this can give us confidence also in our Marian devotion. This isn't a human invention. It wasn't invented by some, I don't know, people who were 
had a, a devotional hole in their lives and just decided to, to, to insert this. No, this, this goes back to the very heart of the church from the beginning. So the glory of God is man fully alive. And man is fully alive when he lives for others. When he lives for God and lives for others. That's what makes us alive. That's, that's what gives us satisfaction. That's what, when we put our heads, our tired heads on a pillow at night, your satisfaction won't come from the fact that you've drunk everything you want, ate everything you want, and had all your appetites fulfilled. Your satisfaction will come from knowing that you have loved. You have loved. And love gives. And this, this is man fully alive. That's, it's, 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 it's a, a, such a freeing way to live for love of others, for love of God. Because then it's not about exterior success, nice and all as it is to have a little success every now and again. Uh, if what I have done I have filled with love, then win, lose or draw, success or fail, my day was filled with love. And that's fulfilling, that's satisfying. That brings true joy. So, we learn a lot from even just these two sentences out of a five-volume book. Uh, or books. We learn so much just from these two lines. That we're called to be people who give, who live for the other. We're called to be people who, uh, who know the heart of Our Lady, know her importance in our lives as Christians, as Catholics. So we ask the Lord today to set us on fire with love for him, that all that we do our whole day might be one continuous act of selfless, self-giving love. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, I'd just like to thank you all so much for joining us for uh, the various homilies on YouTube or Spotify or wherever else uh, you watched or listened to us here in Holy Family. It's a great privilege to be able to uh, reach uh, so many people from our humble little chapel here in Waterford. Uh, we'd like to announce, though, a, a way that maybe you can help us. Uh, we've noticed over the last couple of years the great need for youth ministry and men's ministry in this country. And rather than just cursing the darkness, we want to light a candle. Uh, like Holy Family was just so providential in the way the Lord set it up, uh, we really feel called to set up something uh, to deal with the issue of men's ministry and youth ministry here in this country. So many men who finish with various prayer groups or youth initiatives, and then in their mid-20s, 30s, there's nothing for them, or there's very little for them, or there are little pockets of youth ministry around the country, but they're relatively small. So what if we could bring them all together? What if there was a place where there could be monthly men's ministry, that men from all around the country could come and learn how to be men of faith, learn how to be fathers of faith, uh, learn how to, to, uh, to live in this fairly complicated world uh, as men who follow the Lord. So we'd greatly, greatly appreciate uh, your help in making... The vision that we have for men's ministry in this country a real uh, a reality. So we bought a six acres of the forest up behind the house here, and we hope to build, we have plans to build a fairly large uh, centre, uh, which we are intensively calling uh, Domus Patris at the moment, the house of the father. Uh, so we're building that uh, with the help of God soon. We've had the preliminary uh, meetings with the local council and that. So uh, we just have to fundraise. Now we just have to fundraise for it. So if you would like to help us 
we would be greatly, greatly appreciative of it. If you haven't got the, the, the financial means, please, please pray for us. All the help that we can get from your, your good selves is necessary and greatly appreciated. Uh, so if you wanted to donate, you can go to holyfamilymission.ie and there's a donate tab there, a little donate button, and we'd be greatly, greatly appreciative of anything that you can give towards uh, this, this wonderful initiative, which we know will bear great fruit. So thank you so much in advance for all of your help, and God bless you.